But the real problem is lack of omega-3 intake. We would have an easy, good two-to-one, three-to-one, four-to-one balance of omega-6 to three if people would just consume omega-6. And by keeping those markers low, having a low ratio, and also having a high omega-3 index, your risk for cardiovascular disease drops by 35, 40%. And that's just for coronary heart disease. Your odds ratio and relative risk for sudden cardiac death, primary heart attack drop by 90. Hey, everybody. My name is Josh Remini. I am the pharmacist that de-prescribes drugs by giving people health and wellness tips, tricks, hacks to moving their health from maybe not so good to vibrant. Follow along if you're ready to go beyond the pills. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Pills. I am Josh Remini, the unpharmacist. And today I have a friend, colleague, Tavis Piatoli, who is with Omega Quant. And we're going to talk today about not only just like omega-3 and why we need it, but how we optimize it through a specific way. And we're going to talk about Omega Quant and testing. So Tavis, welcome. Josh, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, we've been close over the last year working with this Omega Quant testing. So let's dive right in. We've done podcasts before on my top five things that everyone needs. And one of them is Omega-3. And Omega-3 is usually derived from fish, EPA, DHA, but Omega-3 is an essential fat. This means we need to get it from our diet. And if we don't eat sardines, anchovies, salmon three days a week, we're probably not getting enough. And it's not a nice to have, it's a need to have. So let's talk a little bit about Omega-3, but then and let's dive in on how we actually optimize that number, not just get it in our system. So tell yeah. us a little bit about you and what Omega Quant is. Yeah, so by trade, I'm a dietitian that I've worked in sports most of my life. So in my profession, we call ourselves sports dietitians. I was the team dietitian for the New Orleans Saints from 2006 to 2013. The Pelicans and Hornets, I spent 14 years in college sports as a team dietitian. I've worked in product formulation on the dietary supplement side as well, being a consultant for brands. And I also spent 14 years in the fitness industry while I was consulting for this company. So a lot of my work has been fitness, nutrition, licensed and registered dietitian, and also with a master's in exercise phys, has just been combining nutrition exercise. But I've always had a love for Omega-3. Used it to test athletes many years ago. Omega-Quant, which is really founded by Dr. Bill Harris, he is the co-inventor of the Omega-3 test. So in 2004, him and Dr. Von Shacky, which they were just, before that, they were having a discussion at the conference about a presentation they saw about Omega-3. And they said, let's see if we can test the blood. Let's look at markers of this and see what happens. And they started really coming up with strategies and developed a way to analyze the blood. And in 2009, he opened Omega-Quant and now we're the leaders in omega test. So most consumers don't even realize they're eating sand. You ask them, have you ever tested your omega-3 levels? And they're like, what is that? What do you mean? No different than cholesterol, right? People test their cholesterol, they get numbers and different markers of cholesterol, but that omega-3 value is quite significant. It could really indicate a lot of things that could be going on in the body. Yeah, a lot, right? I think a lot of people don't realize when you get the omega-3, omega-6 balancing, right? Our diets are so rich in omega-6 in America, the standard American diet and the hunter-gatherer point of view, like we want that ratio three, four to one, right? But standard American diets go up to 16, 40 to one because we're not eating the fish. And what people don't realize, it's not the thing you need. It Omega-3 balancing balances the arachidonic acid cascade, balances inflammation. And we all know that we are highly inflamed. That's why when you say athlete, it's, hey, if you don't have enough omega-3 and the balance isn't right, you're in an inflamed state, which you're already kind of fighting because you're an athlete. So we need to move that forward. So 
Let's talk a little bit about what I love about Omega Quan. It's an easy test. We're going to talk to people about how they can do it at home and also how they can optimize that number because there's some data now that we have that shows when you optimize this number to a particular place, there's a lot of good things that happen in the body. But what I want to emphasize to people in healthcare and well care, what you track and measure will improve just like anything else. And so, like you said, cholesterol, you get the number, but then you do things and you track it and you measure it and you see success. So that's why I love this simple, easy test with Omega Quant, which is we're testing the Omega Index. We can compare it to Omega 6, which is where I think the sweet spot is. And we can now figure out how to optimize it to a specific level and get good results. So let's talk about optimization here. Let's talk about why this test is so important. And what's great is Omega Quant is they're the OGs. They're the ones that have done this forever. They're the ones that have perfected this test. So it's not like a knockoff or a cheap thing. It's like literally you're doing the science from where it started, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Omega-3 is so versatile. We can probably talk about it for weeks upon weeks, right? And you mentioned the different ratios, and we're going to get into that. What's interesting about this, this is the easiest thing to offer just by consuming the right amount. But nine out of 10 people have low omega-3 levels, about four to five percent. Some people, vegans can be in that one and a half to two percent or three percent range. We want you to be eight to 12 percent. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But this is really one of the easiest things to optimize. Inflammation is not supposed to happen. And a lot of it's caused by overweight processed foods, as you mentioned, omega-6, consuming too much omega-6. But the real problem is lack of omega-3 intake. We would have an easy, good two-to-one, three-to-one, four-to-one balance of omega-6 to three if people would just consume omega-6. And by keeping those markers low, having a low ratio, and also having a high omega-3 index, your risk for cardiovascular disease drops by 35, 40%. And that's just for coronary heart disease. Your odds ratio and relative risk for sudden cardiac death, primary heart attack dropped by 90%. Brain health, we've seen studies. We have a grant that we've developed on our research team that's going to be predicting uh, risk of dementia. So we're going through that process now with Dr. Harrison's team start looking at data. We have a test to predict risk for metabolic disease like diabetes, cardiovascular things. So we mentioned cholesterol. And yes, that usually involves prescription drugs or significant lifestyle changes that you have to make in order to see markers in ApoB and LDL in certain outcomes. With this, it's just get more omega-3 in the diet, get from food. And from the dietary side, how many days a week should you eat fish that's rich in omega-3? What are those types of fish? Sardines, mackerel, Pacific herring, especially wild-caught salmon. And you have to consume about three to four ounces four days a week to get you to about eight percent. That's where we see the benefits. If you're like me, I don't mind salmon, especially in sushi. I'll eat it maybe one or two weeks cooked. I'm in New Orleans or right outside. We like other types of seafood like crawfish and shrimp, which are not omega-3 rich fish. So I'm a supplementation person. I typically recommend about two grams or two thousand milligrams of combined EPA and DHA in a triglyceride form. That will not only get you to your goals. So let's say you're four percent, that can get you to eight percent in about three months. You just don't take supplements at all, so you don't imagine you're better. But within the next three to four months, if you go from a deficiency to eight to 10%, we're going to start seeing those markers improve on the labs. Now, what's going to happen? I can't sit here and say, boom, here's a magic pill, and you're all of a sudden going to be running faster and stronger, and brain health's better than thinking faster. The research clearly can show some of that stuff. We can talk about all the benefits for weeks, but it's the easiest thing to optimize. It really is. We, it's not that we're saying it's nice to have. That's why I said it's a need to have, right? I love the simplicity of this. You get 
a number, you understand that number when it gets to eight to 12%. And because it's an essential fat means if you're not eating it, it's going to be low. That's why 90% of people are low without eating it. Now I say, if you can't eat the food, then you got to eat the supplement and quality matters. It's omega three. It's derived usually from fish. We got to make sure it's a triglyceride absorbable form. It's got the impurities taken out. You guys have a really good omega three that complements that test as well. And we've used that in our practice as well. So let's recap a little bit. 35% cardiovascular disease reduction, sudden heart attacks reduced, foggy brain. We know that everyone in America right now has some level of foggy brain or memory issue because omega-3s are so essential for the brain and the brain health. We've proven this day after day, right? So easy test, see where you're at. And then the test does, right? It shows you how much you need to eat with diet or supplementation and shows you both. And there's even an easy conversion factor. You just put in what your level is and it tells you what you need. So super easy there. And it's also so important. Like, yes, I'm a supplementer because I don't eat those omega-3 rich fish that much per week. And so I always say, that's why we say when we supplement in a nutraceutical form, it's to supplement what you're not getting out of your diet. Now, vegans can get omega-3, but they don't eat fish. So they got to go to the algae form because people don't realize, I think it's really important is we don't eat the fish to get the omega-3. That's what we get the omega-3 from, but they eat algae which is how they get omega-3. So there's exactly. ways to do it if we don't want to poo-poo vegans, but they are going to be deficient if they're not really laser-centered on that number two. Yeah. You can't get it from the plants. So I'm a good friend of mine who's a sports medicine physician. And he's vegan. And he sent me his levels. He's like, look, I'm 4%. He showed me the product he was taking. And I was like, oh, all right, it's a vegan DHA or algae product. And let, let me go back real quick. So people are like, wait a minute, what about other omega-3? What about plant-based omega Chia, flax, walnut, hemp. Those are good sources. They just don't convert to EPA and DHA at a high enough percentage, somewhere between 3 and 8%. So that means it's not going to raise your levels of blood. Algae, though, is very effective. When you mention those two fatty acids, EPA and DHA, DHA is really what drives omega score. Now, EPA is really more for the heart and inflammatory side. DHA is for the brain. You need both. We can get vegan EPA, DHA. But once I looked at his product and he was only getting about 200, 300 milligrams of DHA, I was like, you have to increase that. Take about eight caps. Now, he's like, okay, that's a lot. But his score got to 9% in the next four months by just helping his intake. You mentioned brain. We talk about DHA in my line of work. We've studied concussion. Obviously, concussion is a big topic in the athletic performance world. But even in individuals that have a car accident, you know, traumatic brain injury or TBI, we have good data that shows two grams of DHA, 2,000 milligrams, can lower the severity of the impact that we see on the head. We're actually collaborating with a big Division One college program. They published a study that looked at offensive linemen and defensive linemen, and they look at certain markers of head injury. We said, can we have that blood so we can analyze omega-3 index? So we met with them last week. We're hoping to get that data. It shouldn't be a problem to get that blood. And then we're going to look and see if there's any correlation to low levels of omega-3 with higher markers of these other brain injury markers, which we believe there will be. And that's huge because we're talking cognitive function, which is one of the biggest things people are thinking about now. And two, brain injury. First thing I do when someone gets a concussion is like, we got to jump up your omega-3. So I love the fact that we're getting proactive here. You know, this is not pseudoscience anymore. Like you were hanging out with the New Orleans Saints going, hey, this is a really important thing we do here. So, you know, parents, they don't want their kids, especially with kids, right? Because we know it's the quantity and not just the severity 
severity. There's a time ticker, right? I remember like Luke Keekley in the Panthers, he retired for the one thing is he had too many concussions. So we got to soften up the brain a little bit and we got to make sure that it's pliable and make sure that we can rebound from that. So parents, listen, it's not just us, it's your kids too. We got to optimize their omega-3 as well. So I have a 12-year-old daughter and I give her, since she was three months old, I would give her liquid DHA just to help with brain development. If we want to go back a little further, pregnant moms, Dr. Bill Harris's daughter, Dr. Judy Harris-Jackson, is the co-inventor of the prenatal DHA. So for pregnant moms, we have incredible research that shows if your DHA levels are 5% or higher, you almost have no risk of preterm birth. And why is that important? Because if you have a preterm baby three, four weeks or before, 35 weeks or before, somewhere in that area, your costs are about 50 to $55,000 at the hospital. If you have a term baby with no medical issues, the costs are about four dollars to $6,000. That's not significant. So what we see is DHA levels at 5% or higher almost have no incidence of preterm birth. So we have a grant that we're working on, hopefully at some point, to combine and try to get testing into all types of OBGYN clinics to help test and also supplement. Because as you mentioned, optimizing is the easy part. Yeah. My favorite things to do is to teach newly moms that get pregnant the importance of not just prenatal care, but the whole package. And so smart babies, right? So choline and DHA is really important to have smart babies. The studies are clear there. So this is what's beautiful. It's really easy to just take a supplement, right? And to think that it's okay. But when you test and you see the number in front of you, it's so much easier to be compliant. It's so much easier to understand the exact amount you need. And then the validation that you go from here to hear on the retest in three to four months is just so much easier to get the subconscious mind going like, all right, I'm in a good place now. Look at what I can do because now we got the number and the numbers are what correlates to the data and the science. So amazing. We have so many reasons to test, optimize and retest. So you guys, we're going to give links to the website, how they can get this. They can get it sent to their home. It's a finger stick, right? So we're just talking one drop of blood. Is that right? One drop of blood and we want that blood to fill the circle because one of the key things we see tests all the time that come back insufficient, more for vitamin D because it requires three drops. But you know, if you don't get enough, you want that blood to drop in the circle. If it doesn't, then put a second drop. I mean, you have three circles there for people if they don't get enough in the first. Yeah. And when we give the links to the test, what I generally recommend is the omega-3, omega-6 balance. So you see the ratio. So it's good to have omega-3 up, but we also want to see where our omega-6s are at so we can change the ratio as well. And like you said, the easiest way to change a ratio, if this is high and this is super low, is like, let's start by lifting this one up and let's move this one to the better portion. Amazing. So we've got a test and you can buy the test plus the omega-3 as a package, right? You can buy the Because we've got the Parasol, that's their sister company with the omega-3. The buyer beware is always there. We've got a whole podcast on just omega-3, but quality is important. We want to make sure it's getting sourced the right way. It's getting purified the right way. It's going to absorb the right way because it's coming from fish. We're getting those sources from fish. We need to make sure that it's sustainable. It's responsible. We're doing all the things that we need to do rather than a synthetic vitamin, like a methylated folate or something where there's making in the lab and then it's easy to make it pure, but we're getting it from animal food sources. So food grade, not feed grade and all that good stuff is really important. So quality does matter with omega-3. And we've also talked about 
looking at your labels because a lot of the big box stores are going to put fish oil, 1000 milligrams. But we know in this room, but we want our consumers to know is how to read labels because it's the EPA DHA. That's the omega-3 component of fish oil. So if you've got 300 milligrams of omega-3 in a thousand milligrams of fish oil capsule, there's 700 milligrams of impurity. So you got to take a lot more capsules to get to the two grams omega-3. We're not talking two grams of fish oil. People sometimes are thinking they're getting enough, but they're really getting subdoses. And then we have the whole problem again. So I just want to make sure people were understanding of that. I see a lot of products and I'm like, oh, you'd have to take 10 or 20 capsules just to get enough of the three because, and try not to get too scientific, but omega-3 comes in five different forms. Three that have been really well studied. Ethyl ester, which ethyl ester is the most common version of fish oil that most companies will use because it's the processed version of the oil. It's less expensive to manufacture. There's bigger profit margins. There's the natural form oil. So if a company is using triglyceride form, they're going to say on the front, superior triglyceride form. But here's the kicker or the caveat there. Not all triglyceride form is 100%. It could be 50-50. It could be 50% triglyceride, 50% ethyl ester. It could be 60-40. Our product, Parasol, is greater than 90% triglyceride. That is the highest you can get when manufacturing oil. That means it's going to be best for optimal. And there's a lot of great brands. It's just one of the things we it's, want it's to do. It's a great note because a lot of the labeling on supplements are not typically regulated by the FDA. So they can say triglyceride, but if it's some triglyceride, I learned something today because ethyl esters are also where we use in there's pharmaceutical prescription omega-3, but these are things that people can actually get as a prescription if they can't afford the over-the-counter. But I also tell my patients, those are the synthetic versions. Those are the ones that are not as absorbable. You actually need more and you show it on the form, right? If you have an ethyl ester form, you got to take more, right? So it's basically not utilized. It's kind of like eating your vitamins from food versus a supplement sometimes. The food, the body just knows that there's some cofactors in there that are easier to absorb those B vitamins in the broccoli or something like that, right? So that's good to know. And quality matters. You can bundle it if you'd like. We're going to give people links to the lab. And because you're using the links from my lab, from my perspective too, is we also offer as a part of getting the test, we offer a consultation with that to go over their results, which is where I always love my labs in my practice and in Charlotte and our my virtual practice is I don't do a lab without a consult because I want people to understand the results. That being said, you can get the results from Omega Quant and they're really intuitive to the point where they have the conversion, they tell you exactly what you need, they tell you all the resources and your website has a lot of good education. We want to tell people, hey, if you want to dig deeper, go down this rabbit hole a little bit more, go to Omega Quant, great resources. You can actually do other tests. So if you didn't know your vitamin D or you didn't know your A1C, like hemoglobin A1C, that's what we use in our membership model is we use those three labs with Omega Quant to get the bigger picture out there. So you can add those and it's a discount. So amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned vitamin D, one of those other nutrients, so versatile and 50% of the country or world is deficient. And they have a lot of similar properties. Look at immune health, respiratory health, especially now with COVID and flu and all these different viruses that are circulating in the wintertime. If you optimize both of those, you can't say you're not going to have get sick, right? You can't ever say that, but you risk much lower. Dr. Harris published a study looking at the side effects of COVID and he looked at different omega-3 sports. Those that had a higher 7, 8, 9, 10% or higher had hardly any symptoms. 
vitamins compared to those that were deficient. We saw a lot of that with COVID and vitamin D and other viruses. Both of these nutrients are respiratory and immune. Yeah, people don't realize vitamin D, if it were discovered today, would be classified as a hormone. It's not a vitamin. So we got vitamin D receptors all over every single cell. So omega-3, vitamin D, if you optimize, this is why those are my two top nutrients that everybody needs because they are deficient. And we didn't even talk about we're in the winter months now, seasonal affective disorder. Instead of going on Prozac, optimize your vitamin D and see how your mood goes because we're not getting enough sunshine. We're not getting enough of that. And it's the same thing. If you know your number, you can take the amount of supplement that you need. Vitamin D is super cheap. And the reference range for vitamin D is like 30 to 100. So the reference range is a big number, but doctors don't really look unless they're at below 20. So 20, 30. But if you want to improve cancer risk for breast cancer, prostate cancer, things like that, you got to run it up towards 80. So if the reference range is so large, I always love this. This is probably a good fact for people to understand as we wrap up here is we're looking to optimize these nutrients, not give you the minimum so you don't get a disease from it. That's what RDA means, right? The RDA is this is how much minimum you need so you don't get the disease associated with a deficiency. So let's get the vitamin D pumped up to 50 to 80 because that's where the beauty is. Going right at 30 or staying around 30 isn't going to get us optimal. And, and you're exactly for 100%. And plus, we know people are not going to be 100 fine with their omega-3 and vitamin D. So we do see when you stop using those products, your levels go down. I had a colleague that was at 12%. It's like, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to stop taking omega-3 for four months to see what happens. Four months later, he was at seven. Still good, but it showed that in four months, his levels dropped 5%. So you still want to take these products and still these nutrients. Now, again, vitamin D, you want to get tested. You get to those high, you get to 100, then anything much higher than that, if it's too high, can be toxic. Omega-3 is not a toxin. We don't see hardly anyone in our lab that's been tested from what I've seen is really above 12%. It's very, very rare. Yeah, because the body knows what to do. This is kind of what we're talking about here. It's like you can overdo anything. I've only overshot one patient on vitamin D. And after I tested their genetics about vitamin D receptors and how it works and everything, it's so hard to overshoot when you're doing the right dosing. And so that's why testing, validating, getting the optimal dose, and then seeing for yourself in like in four and the body takes over. So it's not going to be like tomorrow I feel better. But if you consistency makes a difference. We optimize one or two of these things. It's low cost and it's high impact. This is why I say wellness made simple. This is embarrassingly simple, but it's so effective for our patients and for consumers to think about. They're going and doing all these tests and labs and buying all these biohacks to get better sleep and they're doing this and this. And I was like, my programming starts with let's move that back. Let's get you simplified. Like our membership in our pharmacy is literally Literally, those three labs, because we add A1C because blood sugar is a mess. Like you said, if you optimize omega-3, the studies now show just guys, we're talking science. I love this because prove me wrong, but the studies are, they're out there. It says people don't express the spike protein if their omega-3 levels are up. They don't get their obesity rates are down if your omega-3 levels are up. So there's things that we can do with little numbers, simple tests that we can do at home. I always say the hook is omega-3 index is the best test your doctor would never tell you to take. That's not their fault. It's not billable. It's not an ICD-10 code. It's a wellness lab. It doesn't cost a lot of money. So our call to action,
question is, if you don't know, know your number and then supplement or get it with food the right way, judiciously, and let us know if you need anything else. The last thing I want to say is I love the fact that you guys provide consult looking at the lab values because if someone just gets lab out, they're not going to know what to do with that. And like you said, most of their doctors are not going to know what to do because they haven't been trained. So I think that coaching component you provide is so critical to help those individuals. Yeah. And, you know, this is sort of the primer. I love teaching other pharmacists to sort of unpharmacists a little bit, like get this in your stores. So we're going to do another episode on that. But thank you, Tavis. This is amazing. I love this lab. It's literally my number one. One thing that I love to do and I love expanding and we're growing this into our membership model because we just want to include it so you don't even have to think about it. It's not like, oh, I have to do it. It's like, no, part of your wellness journey is included with this thing. So thanks for this. This is amazing. It's very good value for people. Hope everyone enjoyed this and got value. Stay well. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Pills podcast. You can find Josh on LinkedIn and Facebook at Josh Rimini and on TikTok at Beyond the Pills. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd be forever grateful if you left a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you know somebody who wants to go beyond the pills, send them this episode. If you've got any specific questions or ideas for future episodes, reach out to Josh and send him a message. Thanks again for being a part of the Beyond the Pills community. We'll see you next time.